Make Life Delicious, the podcast, is more than the food we eat. It's what else in life that makes us feel, be, and act delicious. We'll have conversations about real life, its messiness, and the things we can't live without. The ups, the downs, and the things we do on the daily to maintain our health, strength, and our balance. We'll talk about the unconventional wisdom and the alternative practices used in raising families, from healing to sex, because life's juicy. We are so excited and so ready to share how we make life delicious every day and how you can too. This is a Soul Fire production. Yay! Today's podcast is so special, first because it's the first one I'm doing without pegs, Very exciting, but I have my best friend here, Kate, who I am so excited to introduce all of you to. She is my twin soul sister (laughs) and such an amazing entrepreneur, a wealth of knowledge, a mushroom expert in this space, or at least my mushroom expert who I look to for so many tidbits of information and just... Oh, I'm so excited for you to meet Kate. Kate has been doing this. She has healed herself with these natural remedies, these tools, medicinal mushrooms, non-psychoactive. That's a different conversation for a different day with my girl. But today it's really about introducing you to the benefits and the healing ability that medicinal mushrooms have and really get into it and introduce you to her products, Euphoric Earth. She founded this, the most badass businesswoman I know. And I'm so grateful that I get to share her with you. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. I'm so happy to be here with you. Um, We were just saying right before the podcast started recording, it just feels like I'm hanging out with my best friend talking about wellness, which is kind of what we do anyway. I was going to say, this (laughs) is what we do anytime we get together. And I love that we get to share this conversation with other people because every time I talk to you, especially about these tinctures, I'm always like, we need, everyone needs to do this. Everyone needs to use them. And like my personal story, I just want to share a little bit since I've been using the turkey tail tincture relief. I, a little earlier this year in January, I had to have some abnormal moles removed from my skin. And I was talking to Kate about it. And we were talking about in China, I believe that they use it as a treatment to help support you you might touch so, on this a little. Actually, in Japan, Japan. it's uh, well, not just Japan. I mean, yeah. lots of Asian cultures, but very much so in Japan, it's used as an adjunct to cancer therapy treatment. Um, but so many Asian cultures actually have been using turkey tail amongst other medicinal mushrooms for a very, very long time. Um, it's very beloved in traditional Chinese medicine as well. So it's nothing new, actually. It's just over here in the West. Uh, We are much more accustomed to pills and prescriptions and drugs as remedies um, than these natural gifts from the earth. So I love it. And so as I was sharing to Kate what I was going through and kind of talking to her about these tinctures, knowing the wide variety of benefits that mushrooms can support in our healing process. And liking to take a more alternative, natural route. I was watching these moles on my legs over the span of a couple months seriously transform and get back to normal. 
in addition with diet and lifestyle because all of it plays together. And I am just so grateful to have this as another tool in my toolbox of natural remedies to support overall health because like I like for me, it wasn't that I necessarily had cancerous moles. It was precancerous or potentially abnormal. And as Pegs and I always say, everything we do is for prevention and to live our healthiest life. And that's ex- exactly why I feel like these tinctures and really learning the more I learn about medicinal mushrooms and really all mushrooms. I mean, every mushroom has medicinal properties to it. And you can explain a little bit more about that. But um, yeah, I guess share your story. How? What is your health journey? How did you come to discover medicinal mushrooms and create Euphoric Earth? Yeah. Um, well, this starts back a few years ago, uh, back in 2015, actually. At this point in time, I was in my mid-20s. I was hustling really hard, still hustling really hard. (laughs) And um, I was actually in the wine industry at the time, helping found a startup. Days were long. And at this point in time, I was actually getting sick all the time. And I mentioned, you know, working hard, long hours um, alongside that because, it was a point in time where I just remember that being sick was, it, I it just did not have time for that. You know what I mean? It was such a pebble in my shoe to be dealing with health issue after health issue, being that I was so focused on this goal. And, you know, it, it was to the point where I realized that my immune system was super suppressed because if I was in the room with somebody else that was sick, I was for sure going to catch it. Every month I seemed to have something, whether it was the flu or strep throat or some type of virus. You know, it was nothing that was life-threatening per se. It's not like I was coming down with pneumonia, but my immune system was going under a very difficult time and I really couldn't figure out what was wrong with it because for the most part, I treated my body pretty well. Probably drank a little more wine back in those days being in the (laughs) wine industry, Um, but you know... I, it really didn't add up to me what was occurring. So after some visits to specialists and um, my general practitioner, I come to, I came to find out that I actually had a rare autoimmune, and it was it's called ITP, and the cause of which was unknown. So that left me in a predicament where I was given some really invasive treatment options, kind of overnight. My Um, results and the feedback that I got from them was basically, okay, you can remove your spleen, you can get blood transfusions, you can take steroids, and these may only be a bandage solution for your condition. It may not fully solve the problem. That's really all you can do about it as of now. Isn't that wild hearing these like four life sentences from doctors that that's just, I mean, I get it. That's how they've been educated. And there's I'm so grateful that it takes courage to kind of, it's such a vulnerable place to be in to hear that stuff and to be like, I'm going to take a different route and see what I can do before doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It it was definitely a shock to get that information. You know, one day you think you're just kind of like under the weather a little too often. The next day it's like, oh, remove your spleen, you know, lose a vital organ. Intense. (laughs) And it it was, especially, you know, the reason I mentioned I was in my mid twenties is because at that tender age, you are kind of at the mercy of 
most people's opinions that are senior to you or people who are elders to you. And especially when it comes to medical advice, you know, I I was not in a position to really challenge the advice of a doctor, let alone a blood specialist, you know, somebody who's dedicated their career to that. But um, I guess that just goes to show like a little bit of my stubbornness um, God in how I responded to this. So yeah, you know, they, they say it's your second brain for a reason. And my second brain told me when I got this information that there had to be another solution. I just really was not ready to let go of my spleen at this point in time. And up to that point, had you been doing other things to support your health that probably had gotten you more in touch or connected to your body? Because I feel like that's a really big thing too, is a lot of people say, well, like, how do you listen to your gut? Like, it sounds so like <laughs> mysterious so and like, obscure and esoteric. Yeah, yeah. Like, but when you, if you've honed it and you, it's really just getting in touch with your body and connecting yeah. to like, when somebody says something or you enter a room and there's like weird energy or anything like that, you feel it, but it takes somebody tuned into yourself to know. So like, what were some of the things that you were doing up until this point? Like, was this the first step that you took, like going to see these doctors or were there other things that you were kind of already on that health train? Because I mean, as your friend, I know you have always been extremely health conscious. So what were some of those things that you were doing? Yeah. So, you know, take a step back um, to the journey for a moment here. You know, when I got that information from the doctor, you know, these are your treatment options. My my gut intuition was to actually say no I'm, I'm going to hold off on those invasive treatment options for now. And instead, I'm going to go on what I like to call a holistic health journey. Yeah. This is not um, anything you can Google. This is just something I made up. So <laughs> <laughs> do or don't try this at home. Yeah. But, um, you know, I decided that I was going to utilize my body as sort of a, a test tube, a vessel for some experiments. And the variables were going to be different foods, different superfoods, different diets. And I was going to take advice from people who I consider to be ex experts in holistic wellness. And that includes you, Miss Megan Curry. Love you. And <laughs> Pegs, you're not here, but I love you too. <laughs> um, and so getting back to your question, it was at this point in time when I realized that number one, your health is your wealth. And literally, there's nothing that is going to get in my way or come as a priority over my health right now. Because if it means losing vital organs, like there's there's nothing that's going to trump that, not work, not anything. So it was at this point in time, I would say, where I really started massaging my second brain and listening to my gut a lot more. And the very first thing I did along this line of experimentation was actually, Mags, your reset program. Um, so I went through Curry Girl's Kitchen. Um, it, it's almost like training in <laughs> health and wellness and nutrition. But um, during, what was it? Was it three months long? It's a, It was three weeks. So it's like a full <laughs> month. Look at me. I just I just turned three weeks into three months. But you did because... You, it turns into a lifestyle. Yeah. Like once you yeah. do it, especially when it's like you have a wake up call like that, which I always say it's like something that like it forces you to pivot. You're yeah. like, okay, this is now something that is going to be a part of my life. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's three weeks to kind of introduce you to it. And then it's really like a month when you start reintroducing foods. And then as you really adopted it as a lifestyle, you're like the all-star student. <laughs> well, you know, I'll never forget it. I mean, it was a 
life-changing defining moment for me when I really adopted the methodology that food is medicine. And so, you know, I went through your program with pegs, did the elimination diet, totally cleaned up my diet. I mean, I wasn't somebody who was like on the fringes of poor diet or anything beforehand. Like I was always super, you know, health conscious, but I definitely ate from all categories of the food pyramid, you know, and definitely did not have everything prioritized the way that I do now. Um, you know, really cut down my sugar intake. I totally eliminated gluten, which I hadn't done before. I was eating some dairy before, which I now eat no dairy. And frankly, I actually don't miss it whatsoever. There's so many good coconut milks, almond milks, alternative yeah. milks out there. Really loving macadamia nut milk right now. Same. So good. Love it. Um. So... Yeah, I, I just kind of gave up the things that um, are either known allergens or known to be inflammatory or just irritating in general and um, really haven't deviated away from that. And that was years ago that I went through that program with you, which is why I confused three weeks into three months. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, that was kind of the first step for me um, in really getting in touch with my body. And, you know, that evolved into then trying other different types of diets, different types of superfoods, because your reset was basically exactly what it sounds like. I pressed the reset button and we we went totally clean. You know, we started at baseline zero, like, okay, you've eliminated sugar, you've eliminated dairy, you've eliminated meat, you've eliminated nightshades, you know, all these other things. Um, so at that point, I was able to introduce other new diets and other new food groups and sort of isolate anything that was irritating. And, you know, during that period of time, I I was vegan for about a year, um, enjoyed it, ultimately felt like I was missing a little bit of protein that um, I've decided to get from seafood. So I'm now pescatarian um, and also tried a myriad of different superfoods, many of which were introduced to me by you and pegs in the program, things I had never experimented with before. And, you know, then started to get my hands dirty with adaptogens and collagens and, you know, things like spirulina and, you know, ashwagandha. Um, so really started to go down the rabbit hole of wellness and, this journey, this healing journey lasted about, you know, a couple years. And it wasn't until really the tail end of that time period that I had heard about medicinal mushrooms. And, you know, they're gaining a lot more attention now. But a few years back, like it was way more obscure than it is now. And I think that's so interesting because here I was somebody who was like investing so much time and so much energy into wellness. I had a lot of resources and people at my fingertips to like help give that information. Yet medicinal mushrooms were like not really being talked about, you know? And I thought that was really interesting that, you know, I'd just been so deep down this rabbit hole and it took me like a year and a half to really uncover them. Um, and then, you know, you go back to Asian cultures and it's like been totally a thing for thousands of years. My goodness. I mean, I think about the, this dirt tea is what I called pegs whenever we were sick mm -hmm. growing up, she used to make, and it's these Chinese herbs and they've been using it for years. And again, it's our Western medicine is just not known to that. And I love, love you so much because you are such a scientist. Like we, like you said, like we really create a template for you to then go with it. And you being this amazing, like just 
your the way your brain works, I'm so fascinated by it that to create a product or to create something from this to that you get to just go with through these experiments that you did on yourself. Cause that's basically what it is. It's like by cleaning it out, you could then say like, Oh, this feels good for me. This doesn't. And this is what I'm actually trying to work on. So let's see what progresses by using these adaptogens, mushrooms and all these other things. So, yeah, you know, I think that, um, that's kind of the silver lining when you're at any type of like rock bottom, so to speak, whether exactly. that be like with your health or, you know, with your financials or your emotions, you know, when totally. you're at a low moment, you kind of have that flexibility to experiment because it's like, hey, what have I got to lose right now? And, you know, I was at a point where if none of this stuff worked, then it was like way more serious solutions. Yeah. So it was like, can I say fuck it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Peg's favorite word. Yes. No, I, I, it truly is. It's like from my own health journey, from like being at such a low, low where I literally was like you just like, I never want to feel this way again. It's like, it really is. It takes those moments again, financial, personal, whatever the situation is for you to be like, fuck it. Let's try whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of that two-year mark or so, when I finally found medicinal mushrooms, that was when I saw things really start to turn around. So, you know, prior to using the medicinal mushrooms, I had cleaned up my diet, was working out regularly, and I, I felt better energetically, like wasn't getting sick quite as much. My energy was up, but my, my autoimmune still persisted. You know, blood yeah. tests told me you are not in the clear. And it wasn't until I started using medicinal mushrooms for about six or so months until I saw a drastic change and my condition was just gone. It just vanished. And six months to cure from something that's been ailing you for, you know, years is quite a rapid improvement. Remarkable. I just couldn't believe it. I was dumbfounded. I'll never forget the day I got those blood tests back and I just, I just couldn't believe it. And the doctors too, I remember, they were kind of like, what are we doing? Oh, I didn't go back. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You get that. You're kind of like, I was like, <laughs> I'm good. You literally took yourself in the clear. And I just think that's, it's remarkable. There's no other way to describe it. Like what our bodies are capable of doing when you're giving, when you're giving them the right food, the energy, the resources our bodies naturally want to be in a good healing yeah. state. Like it's crazy. You think about you cut yourself and whether you're sick or well, like how quickly that scratch will heal. Like your insides want to do that. You think totally. about we regenerate new cells every 36 hours or something like that. Like our body's completely rejuvenated. So I just, yeah, six months for something also too, you got to think about that you were given an option that was a life sentence, literally removing an organ or being on steroids or all these things to then taking the time because that's what this how this alternative route to health is never a quick fix. Like you got to think about in one way or another, it, it takes effort. And like for you, which you're going to talk about now, how this, how you created euphoric earth from working and playing around and experimenting with these mushrooms, um, what you created because of it and making it so that other people can just use this and then see the results for themselves, like making it easy. Like that's why we do our 21 day reset program of like any time of the year, you can go on 
do this reset for yourself and then kind of go from there for you. You now have these tools that people can add in on the go into their coffee flavorless that are just going to help boost immunity, your energy, your like healing, all of the things. Yeah. Thanks so much for saying that. Um, you know, if somebody had told me 10 years ago, you'll have started a medicinal mushroom company and it's going to be your life's work and your biggest passion, I would have said, first of all, what is a medicinal mushroom? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Like, this is something that, you know, I, I didn't expect to happen. I wasn't a born mycologist, you know, of a family tradition or something like that. I I did not grow up on a mushroom farm. Um, You know, I do have a bachelor's of science um, in agricultural business. So it it does fit actually weirdly in my background. But, you know, it's something that I I always say getting sick didn't happen to me. It happened for me. And I'm it's just so incredibly grateful that it led me down this path, um, even though I had to go through some struggle to get there. Isn't that amazing when you can look at like whatever your I always say like in your darkest hour, the hardest struggle, that is your gift, is that overcoming and what you make of it and how you view it. And that is it. It's like it didn't happen for you. It happened it didn't happen to you, it happened for you. And that's yeah. what I think about. Even like my gluten intolerance and my own autoimmune issues, like a hundred percent. It's like led me down this such a rewarding and fulfilling path. And like, yeah, like, I mean, just knowing you from when you were in the wine industry and like startup culture to like hustling for something that like wasn't your like life's purpose or like in this point in time and like that spark, like, you know, I feel like now too, especially with so much change happening in the workforce and really trying to think about like, what are these things that like inspire you to like also benefit? Like, what are you contributing to this world? I feel like we're at a place right now in society where we really got to think about like, how are we going to better the place that we live? Because environmentally speaking, like socially speaking, there's so many things that if you're like, what can, if everyone's just doing something that's contributing a little bit more love, joy, healing, prosperity into the world, like we can change it, people. (laughs) (laughs) This gets so passionate, like talking to somebody too, who has like literally found something that brings them so much joy and like seeing someone's purpose shine. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, full well, like you were there on the front lines with me seeing this whole thing go down. And like, you know, for a very long time, it's safe to say I was not happy with my career and my work life. You know, I was involved also in the entertainment industry um, and neither wine nor entertainment were really my passion. It, It, at the end of the day, was not something that I felt really good waking up and going to bed doing. It really kind of like irked me every single day, putting so much time and energy and effort, blood, sweat, and tears into something that I really felt um, my best efforts could be used elsewhere, you know, just with the the skills that I was and wasn't naturally born with, you know. And it wasn't until I, I landed in this world of wellness that, my light bulb turned on. I was like, oh my God, there is a massive reason why this happened to me and why I'm supposed to be going down this road and sharing my journey with people. That being said, though, there was still a period of like 
a year where I was a total mycophile. I was like reading everything I could about mushrooms. I was talking to mushroom experts, you know, I was doing some mushroom education as you know, but I still had no idea that I was actually going to have a mushroom business of my own. It just kind of was like something I loved. It was my hobby. And um, it was never like my intention right out the gate after healing to like make a business out of this. It sort of slapped me in the face. Actually, what happened was um, I was coming back to LAX from a trip and I get in my car and immediately like after getting in the car 60 seconds later, I was hit by a drunk driver. And I had never had one of those moments before where my life literally flashed before my eyes, but it it did. I I kind of was given a gift at that moment of being spared. And I'll I'll never forget it. It it radically changed my life, honestly, for the better because it made me consider everything that I was doing in my life, you know. And you'd also been at that point working double time, doing your passion project and doing something else. So you already were at that moment of like, what is it? And I think right those really traumatic experiences are that like wake up call where you're like, okay, I've already had this. So I already kind of knew, but what's, it was like an additional push to be like, right. I have to put all of my all into this. Yeah. I had thought about it. I thought about leaving my full-time job in entertainment, you know, many times before, but there was that notion of stability and there was that fear of, well, you know, if I launch my mushroom business and I'm all in on this, like, is it going to make it? Am I going to be able to survive? Am I going to be able to make ends meet? And, you know, I'll never forget what one of my friends, one of our mutual friends told me during this, um, sort of deliberation period, um, our friend Anna Wood, she said, don't you know, if you just kind of do a trust fall, so to speak, into the universe, if it's true and authentic, like you're going to be caught, you're going to be lifted up, you know, that's, it's not something that you should be afraid of. You should just go for it. And as long as you're acting out of authenticity, you know, you will thrive. And it really wasn't until I took that leap of faith that I understood fully what she meant. Um, so, you know, the next day after this traumatic accident, I went to work and I just, I I couldn't do it. I felt like I was living a lie and I quit right then and there and kind of never looked back and decided to fully surrender to being the crazy mushroom woman that I am. I love this. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Having people to support you is the most nourishing thing, especially on this. So if you're somebody like, I can just imagine, like if you're sitting here listening to this being like, whether you're curious about mushrooms or it's like from an entrepreneurial standpoint, like how do I do this? It's find people that believe in what you're doing. And additionally, take that leap of faith and know that if it is your soul's calling, you will be caught. And I mean, I always think about it. It's like, what do you have to lose? Like you can always go back to whatever it is that you were doing or find something else to do that. Like now's the time. Like everyone's like, you're never too old to start something new or to try something else. So I just, I love that. I love that Anna told you to do that. And also that you did it because now we have this amazing product that we get to use that is just so supportive on so many levels. So I'm curious, well, I'm, I know, but I'm, I'm sure other people is like, how did you 
found this? How did you found this company? Where do your mushrooms come from? Like how did it, how did all the pieces come together in creating the tincture? So (laughs) there was a a period of time, as I mentioned, in between healing and in between launching Euphoric Earth, where I was simply just a mushroom enthusiast, learning as much as I could, diving into the subject without the intention of starting a company, just generally being massively intrigued by this foreign (laughs) mushroom thing. You know, what, what even are mushrooms, right? It's like they're this crazy fungus. Some people think they come from outer space. Like they're a whole nother kingdom. They're not plants. You know, it's like, I was like, what is this thing that healed me? So, you know, for a period of time, I was just simply a student of mushrooms. And, um, it was during this period of time where one day I was in Erwan, Venice, somewhere that I often am. (laughs) Love that grocery store. Uh, shout out to Vito at Erwan. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I was at Erwan Venice and I saw someone there demoing a mushroom product. So naturally I go over there and we start gabbing about mushrooms, you know, one fungi freak talking to another (laughs) bound to become fast friends. And, um, he said, you know, I know we've just met, but like you're really into mushrooms and I'm hosting a mushroom foraging retreat in Canada in a few weeks. And if you want to come, I invite you. I'm like, absolutely. I will see you there. So fast forward a couple of weeks. I'm like traveling to Canada for the first time by myself, landing there. Like, what am I doing here? Heading to the forest. I'm a Southern California girl. I've always grown up on a beach and never set foot in a forest in my life. And so I I enter the forest for the first time with this group of like bona fide mushroom foragers. Everyone like really knows their shit. They're super dialed. And this was kind of my aha moment really when I was totally blown away by the power of mushrooms, you know, seeing them in their natural habitat, in their natural form. It's so majestic being out there in the forest. And I was blown away just by the vast amount of different types of mushrooms of all shapes and colors and sizes. And I mean, there's 1.5 million types of fungi, you know, that we're aware of. And, you know, seeing them in all their glory, so to speak, for the first time after being healed by mushrooms was just like my brain was about to explode, you know? Not only that, but it was genuinely just so much fun foraging. I I say it's like Easter egg hunting for adults. You oh know, a hundred percent. Pegs would totally agree as yeah. she goes her Chantral hunt like foraging in Steamboat. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So you know, we just had a blast, and I I just felt like this was going to be a much bigger part of my life than I was even aware of, and. It was on this trip, actually, that I had tried a tincture for the first time. Um, Just sidebar, if anyone's wondering what a tincture is, you know, this is any fungi or herb or any, you know, healing um, plant matter that is um, basically extracted in alcohol to get all of the yummy medicinal components out of it at a high concentration. and. I I had never had a tincture before. I had only experienced mushrooms through powder form, uh, through making a tea, actually, mixing the mushroom powder with hot water and making a tea. I was making a lot of mushroom tea. Like when I was in my healing period, I was drinking tea like three times a day, like it was water, you know, and that was all good and well. But 
you know, the tinctures for me made so much more sense because I was on the go a lot, you know, busy working gal, traveling, traveling about, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like you are holding a kettle with you at all hours of the day, for sure. which is what you need if, if you are drinking lots of mushroom tea as I was. So, you know, a tincture to me just kind of like rocked my world. I was like, why haven't I been using this the whole time? Um, especially, you know, it's so highly concentrated. And also, you know, when, when you add it to your water or any type of beverage or liquid, it's genuinely like flavorless. Whereas, you know, a lot of the mushroom powders and other mushroom products, they, they do definitely have a taste to it that kind of overpowers a little bit of whatever you add it to sometimes. So for me, this was so exciting, like my newfound way of enjoying my favorite thing, which is mushrooms. And um, so it was on the way back from that trip that I, I really felt like this was a calling for me, um, to a bring medicinal mushrooms into the spotlight as best as I could to, to be what I call a mushroom evangelist. Mm-hmm. So I call myself <laughs> and, um, and also to really stand behind tinctures and, you know, create a way to produce a really high quality mushroom tincture product. So that's kind of how this all originated. And it was definitely a a series of events. You know, it wasn't just like one day I woke up and I'm going to start a medicinal mushroom coffee. Something I could have never expected to happen in my life, but it led me down this path. It was that fall that then led you to meeting this person in the store that led you to the foraging retreat that then led you to meeting the farmer or the person that connected you to the farmer. I mean, it is, it's that initial step that you have to take to then let the path unfold. And I so love that you showed me of like, just like kind of going with it. Like I think about like a new parent birthing something. It's like, you just kind of don't know what you're doing, but you're just kind of doing it as you go and you're learning as you go. And that's really what it was for you. And I don't think we necessarily talked about, you had done all of these experiments and once you had started taking the mushrooms, that's when you noticed the change in the blood count level and that like through your deductive reasoning and the more that you then increased it and doing it, you saw that improvement and which as somebody like you have the palate to be able to take these teas because I know a ton of people that really don't like the flavor of it. And that is what you pinpointed. You saw the gap in this product, in this, the potential of creating something that everybody could enjoy or fall in love with this tool that is this product, this amazing medicinal food that has supported your healing. Yeah. And, you know, I I guess I have my mom to thank for this a little bit because um, my mom is not shy about telling me all the time how much she dislikes the taste of mushrooms. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I would be drinking this mushroom tea all the time and like, come on, mom, try it. It's good. You know, I'm not going to touch that. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, seeing other people's response to what I was doing, you know, people would give me looks of like, what is that? Like that smell smells weird, you mm. know, like looks of disgust sometimes. And, For sure. and you know, in, in my mind, I, I want people to get all of these healing benefits. And, and it's something I, I feel like should be in every medicine cabinet, it should be on everybody's coffee tea bar. You know, it's, it's like this magic elixir of life almost, you know. So like taste for me was was very secondary, actually. But that is a part of what inspired, you know, utilizing tinctures 
coupled with the fact that it's very easy to travel with them. You know, you can slip one in your pocket. You can go through security at the airport. Um, So, you know, they're just really adaptive to everyday life. And, you know, prior to tincture life, I was the girl carrying around giant jars of mushrooms and adaptogens in like big powdery forms and like <laughs> let me tell you TSA does not like that no. <laughs> coming from somebody that my mom used to travel around with this Tulsi tea I remember she got like pulled over with TSA like pulled her aside and was like what is this hash like I don't understand what you're smuggling here yeah. and it is it's like it's it, you you've made it so accessible for anybody to dabble into the mushroom world. Um, I, and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what you've created. And I kind of want to talk about what was the first mushroom that really piqued your interest and like, how did it like evolve from there? Like, what are the top ones that you then created a line out of? Yeah. So I launched a line of six mushroom tinctures and um, some of those include chaga, lion's mane, turkey tail, reishi, cordyceps, and then I have one tincture that's actually a blend of all of those five mushrooms. So that uh, blend is called Thrive Five. Um, but I would say the first mushroom that really piqued my interest and is probably like my little golden child of all of them would be lion's mane. Um, actually. I just put this in my tea just a moment ago. I have it yes, right here. This and it's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And amazing. So lion's mane. So lion's mane, it it gets a lot of attention right now. Um, so not only is it great for the immune system and overall physical health, but it also is getting a lot of attention for its nootropic effects on the brain. Um, so In a nutshell, what happens when you take lion's mane is inflammation in the brain is decreased and um, oxygen to the brain is increased. So when you have increased blood flow, increased oxygen, you are essentially allowing yourself to just think more clearly. Your ability to perform mental tasks is easier. It promotes creativity. So basically, like your brain is firing on all cylinders, but it's not any type of like jittery or shocking effect. You know, it's not like you just downed a cup of coffee or took Adderall or something like that. You There's know? no high or crash with it. It's a very, very sustainable you won't notice. It's very subtle, but it has these de-stressing effects for your body. Like I think about it's like what you would take to like to relax like when you get into a tub or when you have a massage it's like basically like that releasing the tension releasing the inflammation yeah to perform at its best absolutely absolutely and it's it's a sustainable thing you know again unlike the western approach to wellness which is very much rooted in pills and quick fixes and instant gratification I feel like mushrooms are more of a journey. You know, you don't just take one dropper full of lion's mane tincture and like feel some crazy like cranial cure or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's some it's a practice, something that you integrate into your wellness routine on a daily basis and something that is going to sustainably support you and your brain for a long time as long as you keep using it. So, you know, for me, this was also really intriguing because 
years ago, I was also somebody who was diagnosed with ADD and was prescribed Adderall and really did not enjoy taking it. I felt like it shifted my mood quite a bit. Um, and I'd seen that in other people as well. Um, sort of this like little bit of edginess to their mood, you know, and I was not ready to like give up my personality to a pill. <laughs> For sure. And it's like, I think about that too, even that it's like a bandaid to the issue. It's yeah. like what we teach again in the, the elimination, the, our reset, it's, it's like getting to that root cause and doing it where there's no side effects to this. All there is is truly benefits that are going to help sustain and maintain optimal health. Right. You know, and it's not going to have something like the doctor's not saying, oh, well, okay, you can't focus. Let's put you on this drug that then will help you here, but has all of these side effects. Like you don't get that with mother nature. She doesn't have, there's no yes, but for her. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, one more thing I'll say about lion's mane is for me personally, probably my biggest fear in the entire world <laughs> is losing my mind. You know, with old age and cementchats, it's a real, they, I mean, they call it type three diabetes, Alzheimer's is with the rate of that it happens. I mean, and you think about it, like you said, what it does is it decreases inflammation in the brain. And it's, I mean, it's that it's just really supporting everything is prevention to help right. you with the benefit of the longevity. Yeah. So, you know, all hail lion's mane. Love it. And uh, I would say that's one of the mushrooms that I I don't really ever forget to take that every day. Um, yeah. You know, that's something that I'm kind of like religious about putting in my morning tea. I've actually also like totally weaned off of caffeine. If I do have coffee, it's decaf. And um, I just really, really love my lines main morning routine every single day. And also, you know, to speak about the ADD, it's like, I've never felt more clear in my entire life than I do right now. And it's been a few years since I've been using Lion's Mane regularly. So I love it. Again, it's the consistency too. These tinctures are not something that it's just going to be like you take it and immediately feel the effects. It is over time. It's gradual and where you can look back and be like, wow, I'm not needing my coffee in the morning to function. I can choose to drink a cup of coffee because I want to enjoy it, mm, you know, yes. that different, the difference between like needing something and getting, choosing to take it or yes. have it. It's so nice not being controlled by something in that sense. So yeah, absolutely. Love our lion's mane. Yes. What would you say then after lion's mane, you have, what's an, what's another really popular one and good one that you love to support our health? Yeah, I absolutely love chaga. I'm I'm a little chaga obsessed as well. Mm -hmm. And um, chaga is an incredible mushroom for many reasons. But one of the main things to point out is it is super high in antioxidants. And Megs, this is probably something you're very familiar with in the food world. You know, we we love to eat lots of foods that are high in antioxidants like blueberries and acai, um, dark cacao, you know. Um, it's really good for fighting free radicals, which, you know, antioxidants can help prevent illness and um, help slow the effects of aging. So 
it's incredibly high in antioxidants. But in addition to that, it's it's also called a beauty mushroom by a lot of people in the industry because it also has zinc and is super high in melanin. And melanin, as you know, is what helps to pigment our skin. It also promotes eye health and nice luscious hair. So chaga, not only is it really great for the immune system, but it's also got these um, supportive qualities in terms of our beauty and staying looking healthy. So it's wellness on the inside and out. I love that. We can never have enough antioxidants mm-hmm. and we're all trying to get that a little enhanced beauty. <laughs> I'm all for that. Another one I know I really love is the reishi mushroom and share a little bit about reishi and why it's so wonderful as well. Yeah. Reishi is a very beloved herb in traditional Chinese medicine and, you know, any um, traditional Chinese medicine book you read or pick up is going to definitely mention reishi, if not like give it a crown. Um, It's why it's sometimes called the queen of mushrooms or the mushroom of immortality because it has been used in Asian cultures for a very, very long time as an herbal tonic. Um, And it also has a really long laundry list of benefits. So if if you were to jot down all the benefits of medicinal mushrooms, reishi checks seriously like almost every box across the board. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's one of those things that it's like, what doesn't it do? What doesn't it support? (laughs) Honestly, it's not known to be an an aphrodisiac. Uh, That would be more along the lines of cordyceps. But um, but it really does have so many healing properties and also has a few really fun, random superpowers in its tool belt as well. For example, it's known to help with seasonal allergies. And that's something I've experienced firsthand. Mm-hmm. I used to have absolutely terrible allergies every year. I was, you know, having to take Claritin or Allegra or something like that because my allergies were just out of control. And I haven't taken those for years and really don't get those allergic fits anymore. I used to call them fits because my sneezing was just so out of control, like when the pollen and um, winds would blow. You know, you know when it's coming around and it's like every morning you wake up and you're like this runny nose that you're like feeling like a toddler again. You're like, what is this? Yeah. My seasonal allergies have totally subsided and I really do have to give that credit to the reishi. Um, it's also known to help balance hormones. And another really great thing to point out about reishi is it is an adaptogen. And, um, as you know, adaptogens are called that because they help your body adapt to external stressors. And reishi is known to help promote better sleep and help to calm anxiety. So, reishi is a great option to enjoy in, say, like an herbal tea before bed. So it it kind of is like a warm bath on your body when you're ready to go to bed and get comfy and cozy. So that's uh, my favorite time of day to enjoy reishi. But that's not to say that it's going to like put you to sleep. You know, this is not like like CBD or cannabis in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that is more balancing. And if your body is being stressed out, it's going to help support you. I love that. It's also, yeah, I love that. It's like an alternative to say you are not um, sold yet on all of the amazing benefits that CBD um, has. This is a wonderful thing that you could incorporate in the morning. Again, you're not going to really feel any 
differences except internally. Your body's going to notice that, that you can, it's not going to make you tired. You can put it in your morning coffee. You can put it in your morning tea, put it in your smoothie or water, go about your day and like using it periodically throughout the day. If you are somebody that struggles with anxiety, struggles with managing stress or anything, it's really, really supportive. I use reishi every day. I mean, I use all these mushrooms every day. (laughs) Um, And I think the last one too, that like I really love, we talk about a little bit is cordyceps. with just the energy. Like that is the only one I can say that when I do put it in a tea, I can feel that energy. And it's not something that it's like a spike in a crash. It's like a very stable energy. Like it's kind of like a little like kickstart. Like when you think like you're starting the stove, it's like that click, click, click to like get the flame going. Like that's what I think of cordyceps. Totally. Yeah. I also like to think about it as you know, filling up your gas tank, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you hit the nail on the head, Megs. It is a very much sustainable type of energy. It's not jolty or jittery. Again, it's not like taking a couple shots of espresso per se. But um, that being said, you may actually feel it and notice it. So for me, and I'm just speaking on personal experience right now, um, I don't necessarily feel immediate effects of all mushrooms and every body is different and every person's experience with mushrooms is different. But cordyceps is one that actually in real time, I can notice a bit of a difference. Yeah. So I particularly like to have cordyceps before a workout or before yoga. I feel like I'm just ready to go and ready to engage in it a little bit longer than I normally would. You know, sometimes when you have to like force yourself to the mat or force yourself to work out, um, you you end up like being over it in, you know, 20 minutes or something. Well, generally when I have cordyceps, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's do this 30, 45 minutes, an hour. You know, I'm just in it for longer than I normally would be without feeling super exhausted. And, you know, the oxygen is being carried all through my body really well. Uh. I love it. And then again, you have the Thrive 5, which is like a combination of all of them. Because we got to talk a little bit about um, Turkey Tail in the beginning, because that's something that, again, I've been using daily that's really supported me and my health, as well as all of these. And they are so beautifully packaged and so accessible and easy to take. They really, like we said, they're flavorless. They don't taste like anything. If when you add them into stuff, yes, if they do have a, a, a taste, they are in alcohol, right? Is what they're, um, mix preserved in. And so you do taste that bit of it. If you want to just like take it like a supplement, like you would take with your pills in the morning and go about your day, like drop it under your tongue and do it that way. And it's even then, I personally don't think it, it's so palpable. It's not horrible at all. Yeah. I mean, if you're familiar with tinctures, you know, any tincture is going to have a strong taste. Yeah. You know, it's it's made with alcohol and that is in order to extract those alcohol soluble components. So it does have a strong taste, but when you mix it into any liquid or beverage or soup or sauce or what have you, because of the ratio of tincture liquid to the volume of whatever liquid you're putting it in, it's not enough to impact the flavor of whatever it is that you're consuming. So it just becomes totally flavorless. I mean, even in water, I drop it in water all the time. 
Um, I actually love mixing like sparkling water with um, sometimes like a, a sugar-free type of juice or something like that. Sorry, excuse me, no sugar added juice mm-hmm. um, and creating little mocktail mixtures of my own with it. You know, like mushrooms are really fun like that. You can you can play around and become your own alchemist, so to speak. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I it's so true. And it's so you are such a wealth of knowledge and resources. If you guys you need to follow Euphoric Earth on Instagram and the tips that she's giving you daily as well as ways to use it and all of the facts about the mushrooms. You do such a beautiful job. It is one of my favorite feeds, Instagrams to follow. Oh, <laughs> I might you. be biased, but I'm also like, I think you guys will love it too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, this has been so much fun to talk about my favorite thing in the world with my favorite person in the world. I know. (laughs) And for us, because we love it so much, we are current. There's two giveaways that we're doing together. One is that when you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, take a screenshot of it and send it to us at Curry Girls Kitchen on Instagram, you are entered to win one of the immunity tinctures, which is the reishi, which we were just talking about. So again, wonderful for relieving stress and all of the other things that we Kate mentioned. And we also are doing a peak performance giveaway, which do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we've created a peak performance bundle, which is the lion's mane tincture, which is called Focus coupled with the cordyceps tincture, which is called energy. So you have both your cognitive and your physical enhancement there with the lion's mane plus the cordyceps. So that is our peak performance bundle that we're giving away as well. And it's amazing. And with that, if you can sign up either through Euphoric Earth, the link in their bio, or Curry Girls Kitchen, you go to the link in our bio up until July 15th. And it's not just those two tinctures. You're also going to get our 21-day reset, which you can do at any time, plus three one-on-one coaching with me. And so many other things. You guys go sign up through the website, through our links in our bio at Euphoric Earth and Curry Girls Kitchen. And you just read through. It's two thousand over $2,000 worth of prizes that you are entered to win. And you can go to euphoricearth.com. That's with a U. U-P-H-O-R-I-C. U. RTH.com. I'm like, wow, spelling as we go. (laughs) (laughs) So that's on Instagram, Euphoric Earth, and online, euphoricearth.com. And Kate does amazing sales. So you have to sign up to her newsletter and all the things that she shares. And I'm just so grateful to have you here and that I get to share you with our community. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have questions, Send Kate a DM, go talk to her, connect with her, send us a message. You know, Pegs and I love hearing from you. Like I said, these tinctures have really supported me over the past few years since, I mean, this is, they've been out for a year now. It's been that you've had these and it's amazing to see the involvement. I got the beta testing and I'm like gotten to see the evolution of this and 
consistently using them for that long, I can tell you this is something that I travel with. I use them daily and I know that they would support you as well. So thank you again, Kate, for this conversation. We love you. Pegs, we wish you were here, but I'm so glad I got to have Kate with me as my training reels of the first podcast I'm doing on my own. It's kind of like Kate's family. Kate is like one of the OG. She's the fifth sister. I love her. I hope you guys love her as much as I do. And yeah, don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, enter to win, send us a screenshot of it, and you could win one of these tinctures. And we'll see you in the next podcast. 